In today's episode, is social media negatively impacting your attitude about your reselling business? Reselling news updates and more, and it all starts right now. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 21 of the Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips Reseller Talk podcast. My name is Ryan and I will be your host in today's episode. Like I said at the intro, um, we're going to have a uh, reselling news update. We'll have a quick business recap for the Galaxy CDs Rocks business. But I wanted to start off by talking about social media and the potential negative impact that it may be having on your attitude about your business and maybe even your business itself. So do you ever hop on Instagram on Monday morning and feel depressed looking at the posts of other sellers flexing their mountains of sales, um, just stacks on stacks of boxes and stuff ready to go out? Do you get on and does that kind of thing bother you? Are YouTube videos about massive hauls that you can't duplicate in your area or gigantic profits on items that you haven't been able to replicate, do those make you want to quit reselling? You're likely not alone. Why do we feel like that? Now, one reason is that we're comparing our daily real-world life and struggle with somebody else's highlight reel. And that post even if it's real and not staged or edited, it is a high point. It's not the full picture. And it can certainly be demoralizing if you look at it in the wrong way. Social media is, frankly, consuming us. It's in many parts of our lives, and not just in terms of reselling. This is a much broader problem, um, especially with younger folks. But most of the focus of what I'm going to talk about hopefully relates to our attitudes to our business in reselling. We've become more concerned kind of with what's happening online and in other people's lives than what's happening in our own real-world day-to-day existence. And worse, we're believing that what we're seeing out there on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram is the real world. But quite often, it's not. Now, a recent poll found that 60% of people using social media indicated that it had impacted their self-esteem negatively. That's just broadly. That's not resellers specifically. That's just broad people in general are having a negative feeling about themselves based on what they're seeing in social media. Now, we see these kind of cherry-picked and highly staged and sometimes edited posts, and we begin to believe that those are indicative of real life. And social media has created a world that, while it looks perfect, of course, your life can't match it because it's not real. (laughs) Uh, So let's take that stack of Monday shipments. What does it really even tell us? They have a lot of shipments? Eh, maybe. Maybe I will assume positive intent, like I've talked about in the past, and assume that it is legit. But it is possible that some of those are just empty boxes stacked up to make somebody feel good about flexing on Instagram on Monday morning. Even if it is legit, it doesn't really tell you anything. It doesn't tell you if they actually made any real money on any of those shipments. You don't know how they accomplished any of that. 
you really haven't gained any information from that to form an opinion to feel good or bad about. There's just too many unknowns to let yourself feel bad about your own accomplishments for that weekend based on somebody else's pictures on Instagram. Remember, they're posting the best of themselves. And just because they didn't post the struggles or the battles that they faced to get to that picture that shows up on Monday morning doesn't mean that they didn't have the same battles and the same struggles and the same obstacles that you're dealing with. Now, how would you know if you've become overly sensitive or insecure about social media and about all these posts that you see? There's probably no one answer, but there's a few things you might kind of self-evaluate for. And I'll start off by saying clearly, I'm no shrink. I'm a reseller, a guy sitting in my basement <laughs> talking about this stuff. So take all this for what you will, but this is just kind of my thoughts on this. So for starters, do those photos make you feel jealous? Are you constantly, are you looking for faults in others' posts or stories? Are you finding yourself being overly boastful or maybe even faking things so that you can keep up with what you're seeing on social media? Are you overly nice and complimentary of other people's posts while secretly hating their guts? <laughs> uh, do you feel resentful of other people's success rather than being inspired by it? These might just be signs that you're a little overwhelmed with social media and it's clearly having a negative impact, at least on your attitude, if not maybe directly your business. Obviously, attitude is everything, especially if you're kind of in this as a solo, sole proprietor. If this is your income, you can let that attitude weigh you down. So it's really important that if you're going to be on these social media platforms and look at those things that you remember to try to draw inspiration from them rather than envy. So what would you do if you're in that position and you're feeling bad about the things that you're seeing online and it's negatively affecting your attitude and your opinion? What, what do you do? How do you fix that? So first, like I said at the outset, remember that what you're looking at may or may not even be real or legitimate. And at best, it's a highlight reel. It is the best of the best of what that person is trying to represent about themselves. It's the culmination of a lot of unseen struggle and strife and drama that culminated in that achievement and in that picture or that post, just like your life is filled with struggle and torment. And I'm, <laughs> I don't mean to make it sound like everybody's life is terrible, but there's a certain amount of work that goes into getting to that Monday morning that you're not seeing in that post. And if you don't remember that mentally in the back of your head, that man, that person really probably went through a lot to source all that stuff, price all that stuff, list all that stuff and so on. It can be a little overwhelming. Know that your struggles are real and that despite what you're seeing on there, remember that you're definitely not alone. Find a way to stay connected with yourself and your goals, your strengths, your achievements, along with your weaknesses and your battles. Pay attention to the things you need to work on and the things you're crushing because you may be winning in a way that someone else is not and you may not be seeing that on social media. Know the flow of your life. Pay attention to that, not the perception of someone else 
on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, social media generally. Pay attention to what you're doing and where you're trying to go. Look for people on social media platforms who share their struggles and obstacles, things that they've overcome, and follow them and use them as inspiration or look to them as mentors. Remember, we all learn more from failure than from success. So all of the failures that this person may have stacked up to get to that picture, maybe they didn't show. Find people who are willing to share everything, the warts and all, about their experience, whether it be just in life in general or specifically in reselling. Look for folks who are sharing kind of the whole story. And that's one of the reasons in this that weekly I kind of share my numbers, whether they're good or bad or what, whatever your perception of them is. I want to give you a real picture of what's happening in my world, in my business, and what that looks like for me. Try to look at any of these posts and find motivation in them. Don't internalize anything as failure on your part if you don't have a stack of 50 shipments going out on Monday. And if what you're seeing is something you aspire to, don't let those posts demoralize you. Use them to inspire you to create your own goals and your own plan so that you can get to that point, so that you can share that same kind of success. Remember, these people are posting the absolute best of themselves and that their success does not detract from yours. You can still have success. And I had a, a whole podcast on this in the past about don't let others define what your success looks like. So don't assume that your five or six items or whatever it is that you might be shipping out is in any way inferior to someone who's posting 50 packages. It's not. It's, it is still a success. You're still doing more than the person who has talked about getting started for months and hasn't done it. So remember that you're, you're still scoring wins and try not to judge yourself against the success of others. Life is not that highlight reel. It's behind every slam dunk. There are hours and hours and hours of practice and hours of work and hours of failure to get to that one moment. And you're not seeing any of that. And you've got to remember when you see that, whatever it is, that success on social media, that there was a lot of hard work. And you know, because you're doing that hard work yourself, that went into getting to that point. Now, if none of that helps, you might want to consider unfollowing people whose posts specifically make you feel that way, who make you feel resentful or jealous or angry or upset or that your success or your achievements are somehow not up to the standard of others. Just unfollow those people. Don't put that stress into your own life and let it affect you and your business. Worst case, if that doesn't help, maybe it's time to just take a break from social media. Just disconnect for a while and get your situation in order. Reassess like I said, the flow of your life and your goals and your objectives and how you want to achieve them so that you can stop maybe comparing yourself to others who, again, may or may not be presenting a realistic view of what's actually gone on in their world. And again, remember, we don't all aspire to the same things. When I look at 
some of these people who have, you know, two, 300 shipments over the weekend, that is not what I'm aspiring to. And I don't, I feel very happy for those folks. <laughs> if that's, if that's the life that they want to lead and it's leading them to the goals and the achievements that they want to get, man, more power to them. But that's not what I'm trying to accomplish. So I'm, I'm pretty conscious of not comparing myself to those people and not feeling like their success detracts in any way from what I'm doing. I, I know where I'm at and I know where I'm going and I know where I want to be and I know how I want to get there. And when you're in that place, seeing these posts doesn't have the negative impact on you that they may if you're not in that space. So figure out how to get yourself in that space. So what do you think? What, what kind of impact is social media having on you, either generally or specifically in reselling? Do you, do, reselling. Do you draw inspiration from those kind of posts or do they bother you? Do they make you feel inferior or upset or jealous? Um, let me know. If you're watching on YouTube, you can leave me a comment down below. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, you can reach out to me at galaxycds at gmail.com or you can go to Anchor. Dot fm where you can leave me a voice message which i may play in a future episode so hopefully that was helpful for somebody and it was if nothing else an interesting take <laughs> on what's going on with social media um, with that we are going to take a quick sponsor break as always a shout out to my man timmy p for uh, contributing to the channel on an ongoing basis i appreciate it thank you very much a reminder uh, for the next couple of weeks through December 10th, if you go to my Teespring store to purchase any of the ridiculously rocking Galaxy CDs merch, if you use the code GALAXY, you will save 10%. There will be a link for that in the description and the show notes below. There will also be a link to my eBay store, which is a custom coupon link where you can save 20% on anything purchased in my store. This is all in celebration of my 350th subscriber last week. This will go on through December 10th. And with that, we will be right back. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts and you want to do me a solid, please leave me a review. That would be awesome. If you're listening anywhere else, there's a link in the show notes to my Podchaser page where you can also go and leave a review. Be sure to check me out on YouTube at Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips and follow me on Instagram at Galaxy CDs Rocks. Thanks again. And we're back. Before I get into the news updates, I did want to let everybody know that I was uh, fortunate enough this past week to be a guest on another podcast. Uh, please go check out the Casual Flipper. Um, he is a full-time reseller, primarily doing Amazon FBA. He's out of Canada. He has got a really, really active Instagram account where he gives a lot of great advice and a lot of great motivational posts. He has a website, I believe it's casualflipper.com, and his podcast is available pretty much anywhere uh, you would want to listen to podcasts. I interviewed actually with him, it was clear back in September, but it just went live this Friday, so go check that out. Uh, the Casual Flipper, Chris, thank you if you're watching or listening. It was really a pleasure to talk to you, and hopefully we can do that again at some point. Uh, maybe we'll reverse roles, and I'll have you on my show. So, uh, But go check that out, thecasualflipper.com. Uh, check out the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. News updates.
All right, now it's time for the news. So we're going to start off. I think I kind of have these in alphabetical order, and it really wasn't intentional. <laughs> it just kind of worked out that way. So we're going to start with Amazon. Uh, big news this week. Amazon sellers fined for price gouging hand sanitizer amid coronavirus pandemic. Uh, the New York Attorney General, um, Letitia James, on Tuesday fined three Amazon sellers for price gouging. Uh, in one case, a seller was charging Amazon shoppers $79.99 to $129.99 for two-liter bottles of Purell, which are typically priced between $20.87 and 35 bucks. So that's a pretty healthy markup. Uh, the sellers have been fined already, and Amazon seems to be in full support of that. So they, Amazon has said it has removed more than 1 million high-priced offers and suspended tens of thousands of sellers for attempted price gouging. Uh, the company has also voiced support for a federal price gouging law, which that is really interesting. We talked, I think it was last week, about the PS5 and Xbox Series X situation where you've got people that are uh, buying these things for you know retail price and then flipping them for two, three, five times that amount. A price gouging law potentially could affect something like this. I read another article this week. I, I'm not going to link to it here, um, but it talked about potentially even creating a law specifically for video game sales that they could only be sold during the first whatever six months of their release for a certain percentage above retail price, making it illegal to actually offer them for more than that. So, um, man, big brother is definitely watching, uh, as part of the crackdown carried out by the office of the attorney general, the sellers will pay the state of New York more than $52,000 in penalties and reimburse consumers nearly $23,000 for the overcharging on the hand sanitizer. So, uh, as we ramp up towards, you've probably seen on the news already, toilet paper <laughs> is gone again everywhere with the recent surge in the coronavirus. So be on the lookout for that. If you're trying to maximize your profit potential on some of those kind of necessary goods, uh, Amazon, at least in particular, is watching for that and really cracking down. And now you're starting to see uh, legal actions along the same lines. So not good. Um, another, this is more kind of, I guess, stock related, but starboard value, they are an activist investor group that invested pretty significantly in eBay sometime back. They went so far as to through their seat on the board, kind of inspire, I guess would be the word, uh, eBay to replace their CEO and sell off non-core businesses like StubHub and the classified business. And they took this stake in eBay about 18 months ago, made, kind of forced eBay into all of these changes, and now they've sold all their shares. <laughs> uh, they've resigned their seat on the board, and they've left, they've left eBay entirely. So all of these changes that Starboard Value wanted from eBay to help maximize their potential, I guess they got what they were looking for in terms of the stock price, and they've cashed out and left. So there you go. Another eBay tidbit. Um, eBay vice president and seller, uh, sorry, eBay vice president of seller operations and engagement, Marnie Levine, announced in a Facebook live webcast this past week that she is leaving the company 
after four years. Uh, she became the voice of eBay for sellers kind of during the uh, pandemic at the beginning. In particular, she started a Marnie Monday seller check-in video uh, that a lot of people were watching. She was a big advocate for the, the seller community, not so much the consumer community. So it was nice to have somebody in that role kind of on our side. Um, as part of her efforts while leaving to reassure sellers, she said, as you all know, Jordan Sweetnam came back over a year ago and one of his first calls to action was to recreate a seller organization in an effort to make sure that the seller's thoughts, needs, and priorities were at the forefront of everything we were building at eBay. So she seems pretty confident that the new regime is doing the right thing and going to do continue to do the right thing by resellers, and she feels that she is safe to move on to other ventures. She did not indicate what she's going to do, uh, but she is going to be leaving eBay. So best of luck to Marnie. Uh, if you're the kind of person who feels like you don't get enough notifications from eBay already, they got some more for us. Uh, there was an update this week. Get up-to-date eBay news on your phone with our new text alerts. And I already, I get multiple. I get a text. I get an email. I get a message notification. I'm just overwhelmed <laughs> seemingly with notifications from eBay. But if you feel like you're not getting enough, you can sign up for a new one. They are introducing text alerts that will enable you to receive eBay updates the moment they're announced. These short text alerts will help you start using eBay's new tools and features and take advantage of new promotional opportunities right away to optimize your business. So if you're not the kind of person who looks at kind of the eBay news boards within eBay very often, this might be something that's helpful for you to go in and sign up for uh, to get information quickly about changes in eBay, new promotions and new tools and so on. If you would like to do so, you can text JOIN, J-O-I-N, to 20633, that's 20633 on your mobile phone, and then confirm your subscription. You can opt out at any time if you are like me and you decide you've got already way too many notifications from eBay. Another announcement at eBay this week you can now purchase bulk wholesale lots right on eBay. Um, a lot of people like to do big wholesale buys, pallets, mystery boxes, that sort of thing. Um, they now have an exclusive eBay, has an exclusive partnership with bulk. You can buy bulk lots, no pun intended, from bulk, and then sell those items. And it includes everything from electronics to clothing, many of which will already have partially pre-filled eBay generated listings. So it will speed the process once you get these items of getting them listed and up for sale on eBay. There is still a lot of work that you're going to have to do. You'll probably want to take individual pictures. You may have to put in some item specifics and some details, but there will be some pre-filled listings. So let me know in the comments or again, reach out to me um, through email at galaxycds at gmail.com. Is this something, have you purchased from bulk in the past, is this something that you would do through eBay? What do you think about this whole process? Um, I'm not, I haven't really looked into it all that far because I've still got thousands <laughs> of items that I need to work on myself. But that's a really interesting thing for eBay to be doing to kind of streamline that whole process. Um, some of the things they talk about, there are particular categories. They're highlighting clothing, shoes, and accessories, home and garden, consumer electronics, 
and toys and hobbies. There is a whole guide to how the process works that is available on eBay. So again, as always, I will link to all of this in the show notes in the description below. Uh, But that's a really interesting option. eBay this week also published the uh, specific carrier deadlines for items to at least theoretically arrive in time for the holidays if you're shipping stuff out. So again, the the ongoing, it seems to be with everybody, not just USPS, um, UPS is having some delays, FedEx is having some delays. So there are issues kind of everywhere, but there is now a full list of the deadlines available through eBay when you can ship and have reasonable confidence that your items will be delivered in times for the holiday. Um, Probably the big ones would be USPS first class packages need to be mailed by December 18th, priority mail by December 19th. So almost a full week before Christmas to essentially guarantee delivery in times for the holidays. Um, The international shipping programs, there's a real good chance by the time you listen to this podcast, we'll already be past those. So eBay International Standard Delivery to Europe. The deadline is November 23rd, which is tomorrow <laughs> uh, at, at the date of recording. And Canada is 1127, so it's later this week. The global shipping program, most of the dates are in early December. So there's no way really to get your customers to be aware of this. This is really something that they need to know, but this is useful information. When you get an order, if you get a a comment or a question that's attached to the order that says, can you rush this? It's a Christmas gift. Can I have it? This will be a useful chart for you to be able to go look at and tell the customer yes or no, it may or may not get there. And then before you ship it, you guys can get your heads together and decide, do I even want to actually ship this thing? Moving on to Etsy real quickly. Uh, we've talked about Etsy in the in the past few podcasts. And one of the things that people are concerned about is how Etsy performs in a post-COVID-19 world. So there were two announcements in the last week about vaccines, which are claimed to be in the 95% plus effective range, which if that's the case... Um, at some point in the not too distant future, theoretically, we'll be putting COVID-19 behind us and that will have an outsized effect on a company like Etsy who's selling a ton of masks. So I know we talked about last week or two weeks ago that Etsy is actually reporting sales results with and without masks so that investors can get an idea of how big a chunk of their business that actually is. So they're aware that this could potentially be an issue. The other thing that is being pointed out is Etsy's marketing costs are higher than a lot of their competitors and they're moving in the wrong direction. Uh, This article says in short platforms like Pinterest, Facebook, and Google are Etsy's biggest traffic sources and their biggest competitors at the same time. Sellers can start selling their products directly on Facebook and Instagram at what is at least for now much lower commissions And these platforms are huge traffic drivers to eBay's website. In addition, companies like Facebook and Alphabet, who is Google's parent company, have been able to lower their traffic acquisition costs significantly over the last several years, while Etsy's is actually increasing. So there's still a lot of skepticism. There was another article I saw. I didn't read the whole article, but I saw the headline that said, is Etsy the next millionaire maker? 
um, kind of positing that if you buy their stock, you could wind up a millionaire. So there are very, very much conflicting opinions on what the future stock price of Etsy is going to look like. So let me know in the comments, are you an investor? Uh, is Etsy something that you're looking at or have looked at? It's not, I don't typically buy individual stocks. Um, I'm in a couple of funds, but the only individual stock I own, I'm a big, big Formula One racing fan. I own 10 shares <laughs> of Liberty Media, who is the uh, commercial rights holder for F1, because I wanted to be able to say I'm a partial owner of F1. That's the only individual stock I own. So too much information, I'm sure, but there you go. Last thing in the news, Mercari uh, has a holiday trend report. They did a survey or had a survey done, I should say, for them, and it reveals that there is hope for the holidays despite a tough 2020. 46% of Americans plan to shop resale as a way to find affordable, thoughtful, and unique gifts they can feel good about. Uh, Two-thirds of the customers surveyed are more concerned about spending money this holiday season than last, and 61% feel nervous about gift shopping because money is tight. Many, uh, according to the survey, 46% have supplemented their income already by selling personal items such as clothes, furniture, or electronics on sites like Mercari. So there's been a huge increase in kind of casual resellers, which is what Mercari really specializes in. Uh, we've talked about in the past, they're not necessarily set up for big full-time resellers like some of us are. You can still use the platform, but it's not really their target. They're more focused on individuals who are just trying to do a side deal to make a few extra bucks. Uh, the survey went on to say that uh, 82% say they like shopping resale because it allows them to get a good deal. It also provides a cyclical way to shop with 73% saying they are not contributing to waste when they purchase through a secondhand site. Um, people like digging for the discounts postponing purchases, swapping the in-store shopping experience with being safe at home on the comfort of your couch, on your phone or your tablet. Um, so Mercari, through the survey, is pretty confident that the 2020 holiday season is still likely to be strong. Again, like we just talked about with the shipping deadlines, you're really going to see the bulk of it probably in the next two weeks. And then you're going to start bumping up against um shipping and ordering deadlines where you're just not going to be able to get products out to folks. So hopefully you are prepared for what the next couple of weeks might look like. Speaking of what weeks look like, the time has come for the Galaxy CDs Rocks business recap. It was a killer week <laughs> here at the Galaxy. I was, on the one hand, I didn't hit my listing goal for the week because I literally had so many orders. I spent so much extra time this past week packing and shipping orders and answering questions that I, I missed my shipping goal or my listing goal, uh, not by much, but by a few. So for the week, I did 160 listings, which is still pretty good, but my target for the week was actually 185. So fell a little short of that, but it was for good cause and good reason. I will. It's a good problem to have, and I will definitely take it. For the week, I didn't go back and look. I don't know what my best week ever was, but I feel like this probably would be really, really close. Uh, 17 31 and 28 cents. So 
If you caught the Wednesday show, I highlighted a couple of big sales that would, would have fallen onto this week's business recap. I've had several more since that'll be on next Wednesday, so be sure you tune in for that. Um, we'll highlight a few items that contributed to this big number, but really, really good. Cost of goods sold for the week, $43.95, which was super low. Uh, gross profit for the week, 97.46%, just stellar. $1,687.33 in gross profit. Operating expenses for the week <clears throat> were a little high, 801.48, but I'm doing, I'm running a social media advertising campaign for the holidays. So I spent a little bit of money on that. Um, my eBay monthly invoice also came due. So I spent a little bit of money on that. And I also had to buy um, some office equipment. It was only 120 bucks, but that factored into this number. So the total operating expenses, a little bit high. Under normal circumstances, it probably would have been closer to $500. So, uh, but still not, not terrible. For the week, net profit percentage 51.17. So even with those extra expenditures, I still was over the 50% target, 8.85 and 85 cents. So nice, whatever they call that. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, some numerology there, 8.85.85. So really pleased with how business went for the week. Uh, seemed to be off to a pretty good start for the weekend. So looking forward to another strong week as we head into Thanksgiving. Let me know in comments, what has your experience been with Thanksgiving slash Black Friday in the past? And what are your expectations for that event this year? My, my personal experience was that it was not really any big deal for me last year. Um, Black Friday in particular was actually fairly slow, but with the pandemic and lockdown orders seemingly going into place across the country at a rapid rate this week, things may be a little different. So let me know what your thoughts are on that. Um, as always, thank you so much for stopping by. Again, please go check out the Casual Flipper podcast. Remember that there are discounts available at my Teespring merch store and at my eBay store exclusively for my listeners and viewers because I love you guys. <laughs> With that, we're going to close it for today. Thank you so much for stopping by. And now it's time to sell. Thanks, guys. You have been listening to the Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips Reseller Talk podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will catch you again next time.